When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The dating pool is no longer trash. The dating pool is amazing. The dating pool is great. Listen, y'all really have to hear me out here. It is just the best thing since 9-9. Since Juvenile was taken over for the 9-9 and the 2000. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be the best version of themselves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls in dating, love, and relationships. And today's episode is brought to you by my book, Get Unstuck, When Life Sucks, the 30-day guided self-help journal with journal prompts. Do you feel suck? Do you feel stuck? Okay. <laughs> Does your life suck? Have you been in the same place in life for so long that you've given up hope on trying to move forward because you're just over it? Then this journal is perfect for you. It gives practical steps to turn your sucky life around. The goal of this journal isn't to change your life in 30 days. The goal is to give you the clarity and confidence you need to begin the journey to moving forward and getting unstuck. You have everything you need right now to get unstuck. You just have to believe and begin to move. This book is exclusively available on amazon.com get it today all right today's episode title is the dating pool is great y'all gotta hear me out though but before i get there i'm probably gonna contradict this statement <laughs> but it is okay so i just want to talk about a few things that happened to me over the weekend nothing crazy thing number one so <laughs> On Sunday morning, I wake up to a very interesting text message. So let me give you a little background. I, like most people, turn my phone off. Well, turn my phone on, do not disturb when I'm going to sleep. And usually I go to sleep around 10 o'clock. Like, hello. So on Saturday night, I'm in bed at 10 p.m. I'm asleep. And on do not disturb, your phone goes to the voicemail unless... It's one of your favorites and they can call you twice and they can get through. But at this particular time, after midnight, if anyone calls me, of course my phone is going to voicemail. So my phone goes to voicemail. I wake up the next morning to a missed call from this guy and I wake up to a text saying, oh, so I'm blocked. This just made me chuckle because let me give you background on this individual. So this is an individual that I met at homecoming. And the first time we met at homecoming, I can't remember, but like, I think like I had been drinking and I met him. So I'm just like, mm, I kind of don't remember our interaction because it was just so much going on. So I'm like, hmm, I know 
I really don't know him. I don't know if I really vibe with him. And when we were texting, it was kind of weird. So I didn't really follow up. So a whole year later at the next homecoming, which was last year's homecoming, as soon as I walk into homecoming, I see this person. And they come up to me and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. So we exchange numbers again. So we started texting during that time and we're talking and fast forward like a few weeks later, he was saying he wants to take me out and all this stuff like that. And I'm cool with it because we hung out once and he was telling me like he followed my stuff. And I really wanted to post this like as a short video, but I, I'm like, just in case he follows me. I doubt he listens to my podcast. If he does, oh well. But <laughs> I'm just like, I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because that's not my intent. My intent is you'll understand when I get to the end. So what I noticed about him was I felt like he was an emotional vampire. If you don't want to know what an emotional vampire is, that's someone who they're like, they pour their baggage onto you and like, they just tell you all this stuff about them and they seek your emotional energy, emotional intelligence, just to kind of keep them going. So they're like sucking the life and energy out of you, but they're not pouring into you. And that's what I believe he is. He's an emotional vampire. Like he doesn't really reach out to me. Ain't no doesn't really, he don't reach out to me like, Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on in your life? Hey, how you been? It's never been that. It's always, this is what's going on in my life. This is the tragedy that struck. And yeah, he did have a lot of crazy stuff going on, but at the same time, like, don't pour that on people and then leave as if they don't have stuff going on too, right? So we started to reconnect. And when we reconnected, he ended up um, losing his job. So when he lost his job, I'm trying to be encouraging and stuff like that. Because I'm not the girl that's like, oh, I'm a diss you just because you lost your job. No, I'm actually very supportive. I understand I've quit jobs before. I've been laid off before. So I'm actually a great person to consult with and just kind of be a support system because I'm going to be there for you. Like, what do you need? You need me to send you jobs? Like, I've helped people get jobs. I know a lot of people. Like, what, what you need? So I'm, like, offering him advice because he's, like, going into this dark place and I'm trying to tell him, like, don't panic, chill out. It's okay. Take this time to just rethink some things whatever whatever well I guess I said the wrong thing because literally he's like I don't want to talk about this right now and just stops talking to me literally this was like last year in November I didn't hear from this man from November to like the beginning of this month um the beginning of last month because it's May 1st um and I'm just like okay so when he came back into the picture he apologized and was like, hey, you know, this is such and such. You probably deleted my number, which I did. And, you know, this is what's been going on with me. I lost my job. And then after that, my father passed away and I just had a lot going on. And I'm just like, dang, my heart goes out to you because that sucks. And he's like, a lot of the stuff that you were telling me, um, the advice that you gave, I ended up having to take anyway because life just kind of pushed me there. And I'm telling him, you know, God has a way of making you do certain things and it sucks and we don't understand him sometimes but it's like we just gotta flow with the process so I told him I'm like I was ha I'm happy to hear from you because I actually was because I wanted to know like is he okay because the last time we spoke it was like weird so yeah so I'm thinking like that's just what it is so we texted or whatever but I'm not thinking nothing of it because for me just from how he like disappeared that's a huge red flag for me um, people who do disappearing acts, I don't like that at all. Like I need consistency just because of what I require. So 
automatically that eliminates you from anything more than a friend. But at this moment, I don't even know if you could be a friend because friends pour into one another. I don't just do all the pouring. So he texts me and I think we texted back and forth and then that was the end. I think the next day he hit me up and I think I responded, but he didn't respond to me for like three or four days. And that annoyed me because I'm just like, bro, what is going on? Like, why do you keep doing this? So when he texts me back, I'm like, dude, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, what is it that you want? Because you keep doing this hopscotch jump in and out type thing. Like, what's up? Do you want an associate? You want a random person to just text when you feel like it? Like, what's going on? So he's like, can I have a minute to think about it? And then he comes back and he's like, well, I want to court you, but I want to be friends first. So in my mind, I'm like, ain't no courting. Ain't no courting. You don't have the emotional ability to talk to somebody like me, to talk to anybody, honestly. Like, you don't have the emotional availability, the emotional intelligence. Like, no, there is none of that. I'm trying to figure out if we can even be friends because you do the back and forth thing. He's like, well, I apologize for disappearing for all those months. I, months I just had a lot going on. I'm like, but dude, even when <laughs> I text you back, it took you three days to hit me up. Like, it's, it's a pattern here and I'm not with it. So he's like, so you don't think we can even be friends? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I'll think about it. So that was that. So I didn't like hit him up or whatever. And so fast forward like two weeks later. Now this is me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep it 100 because I'm going to take accountability because, you know, I be putting other folks on front street. I'm putting myself on front street. So <laughs> one day I was bored. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I was absolutely bored. I don't be dating folks. I don't be on dating apps. I just be out here chilling. And so I'm like, he talking about he want to be my friend. Let me hit him up and see what he talking about because I'm bored anyway. Maybe we can hang out. So I text him. I was like, hey, what's up? This was a Saturday. Didn't hear back from this man until Wednesday. This man <laughs> literally responded, hey, I guess you was bored. What's going on? Yes, I was bored. But it doesn't matter because how many times have you texted me when you were bored and I responded? So what? But I didn't respond to that because I'm just like, you know what? You so full of crap because every time you want to lay your emotions on me, I am present. I listen to you. I respond to you. But, like, you on some other stuff, I'm cool. So all of this has happened, right? So the next time I hear from him is him calling me and going my um, phone going to voicemail because it's on Do Not Disturb and a text saying, oh, so you blocked me. So that made me chuckle because I'm like, why would you automatically think that? Thank you for the suggestion because now I am going to block you. But I responded to him and was like, um, you call me after midnight, first of all. Secondly, you automatically assume that you're blocked instead of assuming that my phone goes on do not disturb, but you're calling me after midnight, sir, like what? No, you were not blocked. You were just on do not disturb. Then he responds, oh, I didn't know our phone had that capability. Sir, in this 20 of the 23, you know our phone has that capability. Don't try to play me, but thank you for the idea of blocking you because now you are blocked. You see... Long story short, even though I just made that long story long, but I feel like y'all going to enjoy it. <laughs> Eliminate all emotional vampires out of your life. Because these are people who jump back and forth into your life to elicit some sort of emotional response for their own benefit. It has nothing to do with you. I have no idea how he feels about me. He probably feels nothing for me, but I provide some sort of emotional response that he enjoys. So 
he know I believe he knows that I care about people's heart. I'm a caring person. I'm a kind person up until the point where I don't care anymore. When I don't care anymore, there's no access. And thank, I'm so happy he gave me the idea to block him because honestly, I never thought to block him. The reason I never thought to block him is because I typically only date people. I mean, not date. I typically only block people who one are disrespectful, rude, whatever extremely something I can't deal with or two people I actually care about and I feel like if I don't block them then I'm going to be tempted to text them but he's neither one of those things he's not disrespectful like in an extreme yes calling me after midnight that's a bit disrespectful but I can let that pass because I'm single it's really not a big deal and my phone I'm gonna be on do not disturb anyway but I don't care about him enough to feel like I am going to text him and it's going to be this whole thing. Like, there are no feelings there. But I just want you guys to know, like, if you have anybody in your life who's an emotional vampire and they just come in and out of your life and every time they come in is to elicit some type of response, either a caring response. Like, I feel like he wanted me to be on some, like, arg I don't know what he wanted, but I'm not giving it to you. I'm going to give you the suggestion. I'm blocking you. Okay. So yeah, I just had to share that story. Cause I'm just like, what in the world? <laughs> like, I'm waking up on this good Sunday morning, about to head to the gym before church. And this is what I get met with. Oh no. Oh no. This is not how we're starting this day. And then another thing that happened to me today, actually. So I go on TikTok. And usually TikTok shows mad love. I don't get, I get most of my bad comments from YouTube because people don't actually have profiles and people just be saying wild stuff. And from Instagram, because I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why. But today I get on TikTok and I have this wild comment. And this guy with 10 followers and no videos, I have to say that because that means like he literally created this account probably when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details a troll account and he's probably his 10 followers. Right? So he says on one of my videos, he says another worthless female just blabbing about things. She doesn't know anything about or something like that. But I'm just like worthless female. Jeez, that is really tough. <laughs> like that, like you, you woke up and chose violence, right? You woke up and chose gun violence. Right? So I had to sit with that because Many times I don't read comments, but as much as you don't want to read comments, it's really hard not to just like read them at all because one, you want to connect with the people who are positive to increase your um, engagement. But also sometimes when you tap into an app, that comment will just pop up. Like what? that's what happened to me. 
So that's why I even read it. So I, I heard another TikTok yesterday that said, how people speak to you or comment under your post says a lot about them, not about you. So this guy had commented something and she's like, for example, what this guy commented to me, he's basically saying that I'm doing this for clout. So that means every time he posts, he's doing it for clout. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So this guy getting under my post, telling me that I'm worthless and that I don't know what I'm talking about means that maybe that's how he feels about himself and he's miserable and he wants everyone to feel the same. So instead of fighting fire with fire, I fought fire with water. I responded, my heart goes out to you that you would literally create an account. Just you're no, I said my heart goes out to you because you're so miserable that you would create an account just to put other people down. I will pray for you. That man deleted the comment. It's no longer there. <laughs> like, yo, come on, come on, come on people. Like, yeah. So in the future, if you get like a crazy comment, sometimes you got to fight, fight fire with water. Because fighting fire with fire, again, emotional vampires, they want to elicit a response. Don't give them that. Don't give them what they're shooting for. Because you don't get anything but drained from it. They're the ones getting the fuel. You're not. So, all right. Into the topic today. You guys, listen. I done found out that the dating pool is no longer trash. The dating pool is amazing. The dating pool is great. Listen, y'all really have to hear me out here. It is just the best thing since 9-9. Since Juvenile was taken over for the 9-9 and the 2000. I'm so happy about it. Okay? So this is me practicing because... <laughs> as we know, the dating pool is what it is. But I need to reprogram my thoughts in order to have a better dating life. As we know, as a man thinketh, so he is. What we speak is life and death in the power of our tongues. How we speak is what will be. So I've seen a few stories. So I know I have a friend, shout out to her. Um, I don't want to put her business out there though, but <laughs> she's from Chicago and when she moved here, everyone was telling her how trash the dating pool was. Everyone was telling her how hard it was to get a house, but she didn't feed into it. Soon as she got here, she met her boyfriend, who is actually my homeboy. So I met her through him. So she met her boyfriend, great guy, makes six figures above. Um, he has a nice house. He's super cool. Um, no kids in his 30s. Very attractive, like... Great dude, met him, then buys a house. Buying the house process took her like a month, two months. Nothing crazy like, and this is because she didn't feed into the madness. Another dating story, this girl on TikTok was talking about how everyone was telling her, don't move here, she's looking for marriage because the dating pool sucks, blah, 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 blah. As soon as she, she didn't, she met her husband before she, before she moved here. She went to an open house and her husband was at this open house. So she got a man two weeks before moving here. So I'm saying all that to say, we have to stop putting that out there. And I find myself in so many conversations talking about how bad the dating pool is. And I believe 
that's the reason it's so bad because we keep speaking about it like that. We have to have an abundant mindset when it comes to dating. We have to stop talking about how trash the situation is because that's what's going to happen. You're going to keep dealing with trash, okay? We have to do some reprogramming. We have to. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough not talking about how trash these fools are. I'm going to have to start reframing words and saying, oh, no, it's not that bad. No, I have a good time. Even when we dating people, like, I feel like many times when we're on dates and stuff, we talk about how horrible it is and how trash and whatever, whatever. And sometimes, you know, the person that you're talking to, they can relate to that. So that's something y'all can relate to. But I also think it kind of... Some dudes, they look for that kind of stuff because they're like, oh, if she's only dealt with that, with, with trash dudes, then that mean I can come in with the bare minimum and be all right. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm start lying and be like, uh-uh, it's been spectacular for me. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I've only seen, had great experiences. I just haven't met someone that I actually enjoy, but I've had amazing experiences. Like, I'm always going to the best dates. I'm always dating the best people. And they're just wonderful. <laughs> like, and it's just, we have to speak it into existence. Like, it starts with us first, okay? Because I'm really just tired of having a conversation. So, yeah. Now, I'm not saying don't acknowledge when stupid stuff happens. Because I'm still going to tell y'all about dating pitfalls. I'm still going to tell y'all about how, you know, certain situations you shouldn't be in. I'm still going to be honest about those things, but I'm just saying like, let's stop speaking doomsday over our love life. Like, let's start talking like, no, it's great out here. It's amazing. This is the best thing. Like, Atlanta is the best place to date right now. What are you saying? It sounds crazy even saying, right? Y'all looking at me like, girl, shut up. <laughs> I don't believe me either. But it's May 1st. When this drops, it's going to be May 2nd. Listen, we got to start doing some new stuff. And even now, so I mentioned that I'm reading this. I think I mentioned, I'm pretty sure I have because y'all know I'm getting old. So I just be retelling the same story. But I mentioned how I'm reading this book called Night in Shining Armor. And um, I've talked about how even throughout therapy, being feeling more valuable, feeling more worthy, reading books on picking the right people, and all of these things like that, I still sometimes feel like I'm I'm attracting the same kind of people, and that made me upset. So I read this book, and you know, sometimes God in his sense of humor, it just, <sighs> God will take you so many different directions to get to the right path, and you're just like, why you just didn't take me that way? <laughs> it's just so much easier if you would have taken me that way, but I was reading a book last night, and it was talking about unforgiveness. And how if you still have unforgiveness in your heart, then you're leading with fear. You're leading with a spirit of fear, bitterness, sadness, and all these things like that. So if you're still holding on to that, that means you're going to keep attracting people like that as well. So I'm like, hmm, hmm, that could be relevant. That actually could be relevant. Because I'm really good at just letting situations go and just letting them be. But like... I don't really take the time to fully forgive people unless it's like a big fallout. For example, like my 
last actual relationship, which ended in 20 freaking 17, that was a big fallout. So I took my time getting over him, forgiving him and everything. Like he is fully forgiven. Like I have no ill will towards him. If I saw him and he needed help, I actually would help him. Like I actually wish him well. Like I hope he's doing good in life, right? But small situationships and like little things like that, I don't realize, I guess I hadn't realized how much of an impact those like small little rejections can have on you. Because even when something doesn't work, many times we can internalize it as rejection. So even though I can let it go, not think about it anymore, if I'm triggered, I remember those things. And that lets me know like, hmm, you haven't forgiven those people. And then I started thinking about it and I was listening to a sermon about, you know, how to forgive fully and all that stuff like that. And y'all, I was just wishing the most ill thoughts on these people. I was just like, "Mm mm-hmm. I don't even know why their limbs work. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope they crashing and burning right now. So that means I haven't forgiven them. (laughs) And I think it's just because who wants to be rejected? No one. No one wants to be rejected. No one wants a situation they wanted to work not to work. Even if you walked away, there have been situations where I walked away and I wanted it to work. And you know, women, we're nuts sometimes because we'll walk away from the situation and be hoping the dude going to chase us. And when he don't chase us, we feel rejected because he didn't chase us. We are crazy sometimes. But yeah, like, you know, sometimes we be wanting that effort and sometimes we walk away not because we don't want the guy. We just want him to give us some effort and when he doesn't give us some effort to us that tells us that like oh he don't really want me like that so that's a form of rejection or you know the whole passive aggressive thing you know the dude i just made a post on it today how guys can reduce you quote unquote when they see something that to them turns them off instead of just letting you know they become passive aggressive and just recategorize you instead of just telling you like oh this isn't gonna work They'll just reduce you to a chick that they'll just hang out with or have sex with or just, you know, hit up when they're bored instead of, like, letting you know, like, hey, I don't want a relationship with you fully. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy. And so I've had that situation happen, and that sucks. And people who've done that to me, and you know me, I'm not about to sit around and be reduced. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. But even in those situations, it's like, dang, like, that's messed up. So... I'm working on like fully forgiving those situations because I realized I hadn't. And maybe it's somebody listening and you haven't forgiven those situations too because you didn't think they were a big deal. But if you have a history where you were rejected as a child in some kind of way, like your parent walked out, like I had a dad who wasn't um, present, you were bullied, I was also bullied, you know, situations like that, you take rejection more personally than the normal person. So you will internalize it more. So you actually have to do the work to forgive these people. So I made a list of the people that I need to forgive. And I don't really know what to do because this was just my step one. (laughs) And so my goal this week is to listen to sermons all week about forgiveness. So I listened to a Tony, what's his name? Tony Evans uh, sermon this morning at the gym on forgiveness. So tomorrow I'll listen to, I think Joel Osteen is up next, but I'm going to be listening to it. So by next week, hopefully I'll have some steps for y'all just because I have the steps don't mean that I probably will be fully forgiving these fools. 
gotta stop calling them fools fully forgiving these people <laughs> but i just want to put that out there because i know that i'm not alone but yes yeah, so we have to start speaking abundance into our love lives and we got to start forgiving these fools i mean these people who wronged us all right so i hope this helps somebody out and until next time bye when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.